So this uh, past week on Simchas Torah, we concluded reading the Torah, the final section of the Torah, and immediately began reading it once again, learning it once again from the beginning, from Parshas Bereshis. In fact, it's written that on Simchas Torah we make the bracha Shehachiyanu, like we make on every Yom Tev, but the Shehachiyanu, where we thank Hashem for bringing us to this time, that we make on Simchas Torah specifically for the Torah that we concluded, and more importantly, begin again on this day. We know Sheikh Yanu is always for something new, um, something uh, new that we experience, something new that we buy. So over here, it's the Sheikh Yanu on the newness of Torah, which means that not only we're starting it again, but it started with a renewed vigor and renewed energy to learn it in a deeper way, in a greater way than ever before. So Hashem should help us as we uh, start again to be able to find and learn and share and be inspired by new and deeper ideas of the Torah than in the past. One idea on this week's Parsha. So Hashem begins creation. We have the story of creation in this Parsha. And the very first creation, on the first day of creation, is Yehi Oyer, there should be light. That's how the Torah begins. It says in the beginning, um, there was heaven and earth, and God said, let there be light. Which is interesting, because light, uh, seemingly, is not a creation for itself. Light is to create clarity for those who are able to use it and those who are able to see it. So it's interesting that that should be the first creation. Um, a couple days before man is created, before even animals are created, um, where it would seem that light becomes necessary once there are creations who can appreciate the light. So why is this creation number one? Um, what makes it even more perplexing is a very interesting medrash that Rashi quotes um, in his commentary. And the medrash says that God creates light, but then the light is too great and too wonderful for the world to benefit from at this time. And therefore, <clears throat> Hashem, God puts it away, puts it away for the future, for when Mashiach will come, for the righteous to benefit for it um, in the future, when Mashiach will come. Um, and where does God hide it? It says in the Torah. So here, Tanah becomes even more perplexing because not only is light created, even though it's not going to be used for a couple of days, as the initial question was, but according to this medrash, light is created first, even though it's really not going to be used <coughs> for thousands of years, which is even more interesting, that here the very first creation is something that immediately is created and then stored away for later purposes. Why then is light the first creation? And in a very beautiful uh, Simchas Torah talk, the Rebbe once explained it in the following way. He says, whenever one creates a project, or uh, what, any type of project, a building project, or a business project, or any, any project that a person does, it's um, most important in the beginning to clearly define one's goals. You, defi- you clearly define and create a goal, the, the, the end picture. And then you work on the project which will bring you to the end picture, to the end goal. So, for example, if you're building a building, the first thing is you create a very clear blueprint. And in that blueprint, you have every detail of what you're looking for ultimately in the beautiful final picture, the master plan that you have. And then you might spend a year or two or ten or more um, getting to that blueprint. And throughout this entire time, no one is ever going to see such a beautiful picture as the initial picture was. But it's all leading up to what that initial picture will be. And says the Rebbe, the same thing is with creation. Hashem created a, a world. And as the Pasuk says in the Sixth Torah portion, 
that he created a world, but then he created a man and he put him in the world to tend to it um, and to, to, to perfect it. And um, that, that's explained on a number of levels, but on one level that means is that this world is a wonderful material, but godliness and holiness and spirituality can be very concealed in this world. And it's up to us, through our behavior and through our Torah and mitzvahs that Hashem gives us, it's up to us to bring out, to reveal the light and the clarity and the holiness and the purity that there is invested in this world. That is also what it means. It says, um, we've talked about this in the past, the Pasuk says, Ner Hashem Nishmas Adam, that the candle of Hashem is the soul of a person. And what that means is that this world really is dark in a sense of revealed spirituality and revealed holiness. And we have within ourselves candles, and that's our souls. And it's within the ability of our candles to bring light to the entire world. And that's the neshama that we have and the Torah mitzvahs that we are given. So if so, says the Rebbe, we understand that Hashem says the first creation is light. That's just like the builder or the first thing that they do is create a beautiful blueprint. Hashem says, what I want is light. What I want is clarity, beauty, beauty holiness, purity. That's what I want. And now we're going to set aside, um, but now we're going to set our jobs to work on that throughout creation. So if so, what the Medrash tells us that after Hashem creates the initial light, He puts it away, la'asilava, for the future. Is it, is it perfect? It fits perfectly. Because Hashem creates the initial blueprint, the initial goal plan, the game plan, that is. And then He puts it away and says, okay, and now our job is cut out for us. We're going to work on that throughout thousands of years until we're able to appreciate the fullness of that light. And according to this, we understand beautifully why it says that Hashem hid the light in the Torah. Because just like the, the workers who are working on creating that uh, beautiful home or building or palace, and from time to time they have to look back into the blueprints in order to make sure that everything is you know, going right, that they're working towards the, the correct goal. And they're constantly checking and rechecking that they're working towards that correct goal. So Hashem puts that light in the Torah because the Torah is the vehicle that's going to help us bring the light to the world. And that's what the mitzvahs are all about, all the 613 mitzvahs of the Torah with all of their subdivisions, are all there in order to bring that clarity and purity and holiness into this world. So Hashem creates that, puts it into the Torah, and tells us now to work with it to bring that light to the world. One final thing is we find every day of creation, Hashem creates, and then it says, Hashem sees that what He created was good. And every day aside from the second day for reasons that are beyond the scope of this talk. So Hashem is always creating, and then at the end of the day He says, okay, it's good. And what that means is he's always making sure that whatever is being done fits, is aligned with the general project, with the general blueprint. And therefore, what that means for us in a practical sense, we also have to have our general goal. The clarity of our goal as Yidin, as Jews, is to be that light and bring that light to the world, that holiness to the world, that, that spirituality to the world, which is through the Torah and mitzvahs. But we're not always involved with Torah and mitzvahs. We're involved with all the different mundane things of light, of life. But yet we're always checking back to make sure that what we're doing and the way we're conducting ourselves in our very mundane affairs is aligned with the general goal that we're leading to. And ultimately everything is part of that goal. Everything is part of creating and perfecting the beauty and perfection of this world that Hashem created and entrusted us with that great mission of perfecting and bringing it its clarity. May Hashem help that all our days 
are aligned with that goal, and very soon we should be able to appreciate fully with the coming of Mashiach Zidkenu. Have a wonderful Shabbos.